type of face where a stranger would want to wrestle you to their defense. <laughs> and also in that moment of when you got suckered, you went down to one knee where you, was it kind of like matrix shit where you were calculating all the next moves in your head of what you were going to do? Because now you've been all doing this Muay Thai and shit. I did have quite a bit of confidence. I would say once I fucking gathered my wits after getting fucking stroked, once I gathered together, I'm like, I'm going to fucking hit somebody hard. And then I couldn't believe I threw a kick, to be honest. That was a little, I mean, I'm not that good at training. Yeah. And and one other thing uh, I wanted to tell you guys, I know you guys are, well, Wit and and, uh, um, Kami, I don't know if you're a huge golf fan, all right, but uh, this is another wrestling story that I heard from Jason LaBarbera. So Jason LaBarbera was buddies with an up-and-coming golfer uh, in the PGA, and he lived in Scottsdale, and he was telling the story where um, Ernie Els, they were heading back overseas for a tournament. Have you heard this one, Kami? Yeah, Kami's the one who told me this story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then I want, I want you to tell it because you'll probably tell it better than me. Well, yeah. I don't tell it. So I heard the story from uh, – well, I don't know if I should use names. It doesn't really matter. But yeah. Anyway, use them? It fuck it. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Who it's a legendary story. It's a great story. It was uh, just <laughs> I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it when you told me. And then I had multiple people confirm it. Yeah. So it was like, uh, what was the, I can't remember the one guy's name. The, the mm-hmm. up and coming golfer was Steve it. Steve Marino. Uh, yeah, Steve Marino. That's right. So Steve Marino just gets on tour, all, all fired up. Anyways, is playing and ends up, he's sitting in Florida and sitting at a bar, crushing some beers, sitting there by himself, I'm guessing, whatever. And Ernie Els walks in and sits down and, they have a couple beers, and anyways, Els is like, "Well, what do you do for a living?" So Ernie Els has no fucking clue who this guy is, no idea. So Marino's like, "Well, actually, I'm, you know, so many spots ahead of you on the money list." Ha ha ha! You know, they have a big laugh, like, "Yeah, it's funny." So they both laugh, and so Ernie likes him or whatever, and he's like, "Hey, you know, are you playing over in Japan this year?" Like, "Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, you know what? I have a jet. Why don't you come back with me? We'll come back to Florida together." He's like, oh, yeah, this is great. Like, yeah, this guy's awesome. never been, yeah, awesome. So he's never been on a private jet before. He's all fired up. So he thinks about this. This j- Japanese tournament's like three months down the road. So they see each other every once in a while on the course, just kind of, hey, Ernie, you're in the locker room. Hey, what's going on? You know, he's all fired up, can't wait, gets to Japan. So they go through, they both make the cut, and he's sitting there. They still haven't talked since then. So he's like, God, like, I don't have a flight. Like, I hope, I hope for Ernie's going to take me on his plane. Like, he's not sure. So he's sitting there waiting with his bags, waiting, waiting, waiting. And Ernie finishes his round, comes in. He's like, Steve, you ready to go? Plane's ready to rock. He's like, yes, yes. I finally get a ride on a, uh, on a jet. So they get on the plane. It's just the two of them. Sit down, they crushing beers on the plane, take off, get some food, this and that. They're having a blast. This Marino's like, this is the greatest time of my life. Like, I'm flying private. I'm crushing beers. The food's incredible. This is awesome. So they're like standing kind of in, in the aisle or whatever. And uh, Ernie Els comes up to him and is, says something like, uh, oh, you having a good time? And Steve's like, yeah, this is great. He's shit-faced. And Ernie goes, now we fight. And straight up headbutts him. <laughs> headbutts him. Like hard. Like cuts him open. Just like either <laughs> cut him open and like knock the tooth out. So they start fucking, Ernie starts throwing them around all over the place. The co-pilot comes back yelling and screaming because the balance of the plane. You guys got to sit down, this and that. So they sit down. Apparently he said, Ernie, not again. And (laughs) while they were fighting. 
Oh, 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 really? Oh, the co- okay. yeah, the co-pilot was like, Ernie, not again. What the fuck? <laughs> and so he, cause like, apparently this is a regular occurrence. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Apparently, apparently he does love it. And so they sit like Ernie sits at the front of the plane. Steve's at the back. He's covered in blood. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shit faced. He's like, man, this can't be real. What the fuck just happened to me? Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to go to sleep. Like, this got to be a dream. Like, fuck, my this best night of my life has turned into a nightmare. So he goes to sleep. And sometime later, he like opens up his eyes and Ernie Ells is towering over him, just strokes him. They're at <laughs> it again. So yeah, dude, this is no out. joke. The co-pilot comes out and is like, hey, you guys fucking stop this. If you don't stop, like, we're grounding the plane in California or Hawaii or however far they were. Like, that's it. So they sit down, and then Marino's like, same thing, nightmare. Goes to sleep or whatever, tries to sleep, whatever. He's fucking petrified. And they end up flying in Florida. Obviously, he's sitting at the back of the plane. He's, like, waiting for Ernie to, like, grab his bags and go. He's like, oh, my God, I never want to see this guy again. He goes, he goes to walk down the stairs. Ernie's standing there waiting at the bottom of the stairs. He's like, oh, my God, this guy's going to shit kick me on the tarmac now. And he walks down the stairs, and Ernie's like, great flight, Steve. We'll see you around. And I was like, <laughs> and it's confirmed. Like, confirmed. He lost the tooth and everything. Dude, and Ernie Ells is like 6'4", 235, oh, and he just bear. gets shit canned and loves wrestling and dumping people. I think somebody beat there's I can't remember the tournament, so I'm not gonna get into the story because it's not a I don't know enough details, but yeah, apparently he loves dummy and people. But I think he met his match because there's a tournament that happened a few years ago. I think it was at Pebble Beach where he had a hat on, but he had like a big bandage. And apparently he went after the wrong golfer in the parking lot, and the guy just beat the shit out of him in the parking lot. So Hey, because it was a Muay Thai, it was a Muay Thai golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight talking to Kami's instructor. <laughs> what a fucking weirdo! Yeah, I'll fly. I'll fly around the planet. We just gotta fight like Peter Griffin and the chicken for fucking seventeen hours instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Before I get to my next question, this interview is also brought to you by the Black Tux. For more than a year now, I've been wearing the Black Tux to all my special events and weddings. Now I'm at the age where my friends' kids are getting married, and you know I've outgrown all my old suits. They don't fit anymore, and you don't want to go buy new ones. So you go to Black Tux. It never gets old to me because they always have new and exciting styles for the big event. And plus, you always want to look as good as your lady or your guy or whoever you're taking with you. And that's that's what you get at the Black Tux. Whether you're going for a style selected outfit or building a custom look, the Black Tux has tons of new suits and tuxedos to choose from for your big spring events. They're always changing up their looks, looks making it fun to try out different suits, different tuxedos, even if you have your own. Switching up with the black tux is a great idea. You know, I got my suits are old. I, they're old. I'm throwing them all out. I'm going with the black tux all the time because it's so convenient. And with the new fit algorithm, you don't have to awkwardly measure yourself or ask a friend for help. The black tux does it for you. Plus, the black tux free home try on lets you see the fit and feel the quality of your suit months before your event. So you make sure you're looking fine when you get there. After ordering, your suit will arrive 14 days before your event. And remember how simple returns are. Wear it. Turn heads, then send it back 